نعم First Samuel chapter 10 First Samuel chapter 10 Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found. And now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys. He's worrying about you saying, what shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terebinth three, tree of Tabo. There are three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hands. After that, you shall come to the hill of God, where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a strange instrument, a tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. And let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands, for God is with you shall go down before me to Gilgal, and surely I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. So it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart and all those signs came to pass that day. Okay. Now, Samuel's task of choosing a king for Israel was made comparatively easy by what is a pinpoint guidance. You know, dead on the man. This is the man And without hesitation, Samuel anointed him king, embraced him and kissed him because it was mission accomplished. As judge, Israel will now not be like sheep without a shepherd. They have rejected direct theocracy. Like I said to you before, They have opted instead for um, um, representative theocracy. So the moment the king was known and anointed, 
Samuel must have felt tremendous relief. Yes, his children were not going to continue to be judged because they didn't have the character to live up to the requirement and expectations of the people. The people themselves may not be just, but they know when you are not just. <laughs> okay? Now, the next task was to give Saul the assurance to believe in what has just transpired. Anybody can take you aside and pour oil on your head and say you're president of Nigeria. For you to believe that, it, it has to take more than that. And Samuel knew that. That Saul couldn't start carrying the weight that should be on his shoulder unless God confirmed it to him by signs that he will recognize. And Samuel provided those signs. That's what signs do for us, okay? When we receive them and they come through, they confirm to us what we have received, what we have heard. And that's why if you find yourself in some situations and some things happen, you know it's not coincidence. You say, this can only be God. This can only be God. Cannot be coincidence. So Samuel, he gave Saul signs to watch out for on his way home that will help him believe that truly God wants him to be king in Israel, the first king in Israel. So he said to him, when you leave me today, you'll find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin and Zelzah. They will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found. And your father is not worrying about you. So I believe that um, when that first sign took place, you know, and he met those two people, just as Samuel had told him, his mind was that he would be like, hmm, this thing Samuel has done may after all be true. <laughs> you know, it may after all be true. Could he have arranged this, these two people to meet me at the exact spot? Could he have arranged that? Okay, so he held his peace again. Okay, the next sign. You shall go forward, verse 3 says, from there and come to the terebinth tree of Tabor. There, three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hands. Now, they're not going to give you the skin of wine. They're not going to give you one goat out of the three. They're going to give you two loaves of bread out of the three. Everything specific. That's right. So I can imagine that when that happened, Saul must have pinched himself. Don't forget that the servant doesn't know all this. Though. So the servant will be watching and then wondering, ah, these are very generous people, you know? 
But the, the, the man that is informed, who knows what is going on, is, is connecting to these uh, signs you know, and knowing that hmm, this must be true. This must be true. He must be saying to himself. Okay. So um, 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 perhaps the servant might have said, ah, they are going to the uh, uh, Bethel to worship. No, let us just take one loaf from you. You know, let us take one loaf, please. Take two. There. But Saul had been told, take two from them. They will offer two. So take two. So it's even if you thought, mm, you know, three people and uh, 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 three loaves, how can they give us two people, two loaves? So we have one each. And then all three of them will be sharing one. You know, but you don't have any, any, any room for that type of uh, speculation because it you'll be going out of sequence of what you have been told. So don't, don't let your sense of uh, compassion and um, um, CSR, <laughs> social, Christian social responsibility, affect the precision of the instruction. Okay, so they will greet you, they give you two loaves of bread, you shall take that. Then verse five, after that, okay, you will come, um, you will come to the hill of God where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument, a tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them. Wow, everything so precise. And they will be prophesying. Then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. That's an awesome statement. You know, the man was not planning to be a leader of a nation. He was just planning to succeed his father in the Greek and husbandry business. So he needs to be turned into another man, you know, with a different vision, a different approach, a different authority. He has to be turned into another man. You know, we have had presidents here who said they want to be teacher, and the other one said they want to be, um, what did they say? You know, nobody really had any vision to turn the nation around. No, all of them wanted to be somewhere else. One had an ambition. No, 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 no vision. I, I'm not talking about ambition, it's vision. <laughs> okay, so then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Now, let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands, for God is with you. Now, someone is saying to him, I cannot come here and write a book for you on how to be king, okay? I have been judged, not king. So, I've released you into the hand of God. So, do as occasion demands. God is with you. The Holy Spirit will be there to tell you what to do. And that's, that's the real way to raise uh, people, you know, 
you cannot continue to mother them and father them every step of the way. No, at some point, you have to release them to God. That's right. You know, you have to release them to God. Parents make the same mistake. You know, some of them, they never release the children to God. I said, you can't follow them everywhere. You just kill yourself doing something you were never meant to do. Hmm. Okay? After you have taught them principles of godliness, after you have taught them what it means to walk with the Lord, after you have modeled it for them, ah, you have to release them. Do as occasion demands. God is with you now. And then you shall go down. Another specific instruction shall go down before me to Gilgal. And surely I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. Okay? So it was when he had turned his back to go from somewhere that God gave him another heart. And all those things came to pass that day. So I'm sure by the time all those signs came to pass, Saul must have started to feel like, hmm, this thing must be for real. But then there's still the question of how can I be announced to Israel? You know, how can I be revealed to the nation? You know, that's a prayer we pray here about God's man of the hour. We said, announce him, announce him the way only you can. You see, when God announces a man, <laughs> acceptance is almost near universal. So announce people. When God, we see it clearly in the word of God, you know, as we will see subsequently, God announced Saul, you know, with nation, the Amorite, who wanted to gorge out the eyes of the men of Jabesh, you know, he used that to announce Saul as the king of Israel. God knows what to do. He used Goliath to announce David. So, so he knows what to do. That's why we pray those prayers. Because if he found a man to use, he will know how to announce him. So let us, um, let us learn what Samuel did here. That you have clear instructions, you follow instructions, and you just wait to see what happens. Okay? Don't run ahead of yourself, you know, and start um, announcing Saul as king. Uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> they didn't tell, that's not part of your terms of reference. A prophet must always know their terms of reference. Samuel has done his bit as an anti-salt king in the private, okay? But then the public one must come sooner or later. And he said to him, wait, don't do anything. Don't start announcing that Samuel has anointed me king. Ah, <laughs> just wait. God has the program that will announce you king to Israel. And that's why we are really very confident that to continue to beseech heaven. He knows what, God knows what to do. 
I tell believers, God knows what to do. He knows what to do. Let us continue to trust him. Particularly about this, our nation, Nigeria, no matter what people are saying, no matter how horrible things may appear, he knows what he's doing. Amen. And we will continue to trust him. Amen. Amen. Amen.